fucking check. <laughs> yeah. It's a check. When I pull up, have my money, I need half of what I got. Don't remember what I swipe for, I just know I bought a lot. Slipping hella keys, whips, niggas think I bought a lot. I know white all on my back, bitch, fuck like dogs, I call a spot. Yeah, it's bands in my Adidas. Trap pants at the cleanest, I've been living local. Like what comes after Vita, I've been. Good afternoon, good evening Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Kirving, A.k.a. The Fun Guy, a.k.a. Board Man Gets Paid A.k.a. Broke by Broke, We Ain't Got It And to my left is my wondrous co-host Hey y'all, it's your girl Allie Nicole A.k.a. your favorite little shit talker A.k.a. that bald-headed badass A.k.a. that little baby who just won't listen now, Calvin. What's up? I told you, we're not moving in the spirit of broke. So I, I, don't, I don't like that intro. I don't hey, like it. Listen, here's the thing. You know, you know how, like, if you, you saw the skits that Kanye got kicked out because he was buying new shoes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm going outside, I'm wearing the only clothing on. That's me. So, like, I got kicked out because I, like, hadn't, you know, bought new shoes or bought shit. But, but like, I'm, like... A graduate of broke five broke, like you grad, you can you graduate. Boop, boop, we leveling you, up. Got it. You, you move up. See, you and kiddo. See, I hate his broke ass sometimes. <laughs> That's your fucking child. <laughs> He's still broke. It's, whose fault is that? Broke boy. <laughs> so never did you call your own child broke. Like, all right, hear me out. No, <laughs> he doesn't have liquid cash. Let me say that. Okay. Because he's on his way to, he's leaving to go out of town with my parents this weekend. And so. Getting flued out. Getting hey. flued out, right? So, bad bitch runs in our family. <laughs> so, he's getting flown. He, they're going to Massachusetts for a family reunion on my mother's side. I opted not to go. Actually, I don't even think I was really invited. They're like, hey, bring your kid, nigga. You, on the other hand. They said, you can stay here. We're going to take the grandkids. And when I think about it, they're actually driving out there. So it's my mother, my father, my twin sister, and all the grandkids. And kiddo is the eldest, being nine. So you mean to tell me there's a car full of, like, five and under children for 12 hours in a car? Not my brand. I ain't going. That don't even sound appealing. I'd be so irritated by the end of that shit. But in that entire trip, I wouldn't want to talk to a soul. Not even your own child? No, I would look at him and be like, go to your daddy's house. Um, just, I don't want to. So I was like, all right, I'll get him fresh. So when was it? Sunday, we went shoe shopping. He wears a size eight in men's. God damn. What the fuck? Shit. That's a grown ass man. He wears an eight. I got his foot measured. I took him to go see Santana at um, his store. And he was just like, yeah, I said he needs to get his foot measured. I don't, I, don't, I don't know his size right now. He's going through a growth spurt. Last time I bought shoes, he was like a seven and a half inch. We're not an eight now. Grown man shoe. You don't even get the discount no more. No, honey. No. My, me, buying sneakers for me is now cheaper than buying sneakers for my nine-year-old. It's you an evil world. <laughs> hate to see it. So, of course, I'm just like, and then, mind you, it's July. School starts next month, which means I have to turn around and buy another pair of shoes on top of school clothes, on top of school supplies. 
Get your, get your school supplies now, sis. I know. We already started to shop for school supplies. Like, I've got his book. Like, I already bought his book bag. Because, what is it? The Herschel? Whatever. What are the cool kids wearing these days? I don't fucking know. It wasn't Jansport. Like, the book bag itself cost me $150. Excuse me? And I told him, you better walk this book bag through college. As much as I just paid for it. Excuse me? So, shopping for back-to-school stuff in July is wild. And the older I get, the more and more when it comes to this, I start to sound like my mother. Like, I told him, I said, listen, you keep these shoes clean through August and you show me some responsibility with it and I will buy you another pair, like a, a more expensive pair. Because he got a pair of Air Max. Right, Still right, right. ran me $110. Right. Not terrible. When I think about how, what, how pricey this shit can actually get, that's not bad. Because he, he can run it up. He can run it up. He can do the race on me. I appreciate that. But... Hey, man, that just means I gotta, I gotta talk, bring Kittle to the side. Like, look, nigga, here's how we gonna make this shit. You will not make him a city boy. <laughs> <laughs> not the evil laugh. Mm. You will not make him a city boy on my budget. So I was like, all right. And then on top of that, Kittle's birthday's in August. <laughs> <laughs> so I have back to school and I have a birthday. Ain't no one tell you to get pregnant when you got pregnant. Nigga should have planned better. Did nobody tell me to get pregnant at all? Should have planned better. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know what? It's fine. I'm not going to complain about it because I'm in a position to work for it. And I'm in a position to be able to provide for my child. So God is good. Rev run. So, all right. Get him ready. Got his locks twisted. I twisted his locks last night. He got a little haircut. He is feeling himself. Like, he is, he's. Period. <laughs> Period. If come, y'all follow come, me on anything, y'all see him. He come, is, come through. Come through, hot boy. My baby is glowing right now. And he loves new... Listen, he could not take them shoes off. And then on top of that, of and course... You, and part of you want to be like, take them goddamn shoes off. We just... But you know what? He wants to be a hot boy right now. I'm going to let him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Flourish. He feels that... The, he, he knows the hot boys are up right now. Right. So last... And then yesterday... What was that? Monday, we went to Coney Island with my job. Which is cool. So he got to run around. Listen, him and one of the chef's daughters, they linked up. I didn't see him until it's time to eat and leave. Perfect. I'm loving this age. Cause that's oh, that's yeah, that's that's the little girlfriend, little girlfriend or boyfriend stage, right? It's like a little like, okay, I hear you're making friends. Okay, I see you. So you know what? And I don't I, I was told that this was um a it's being very it's a premature conversation. Like, I'm doing this. I'm rushing it. But I, I have started to ask Kittle about, like, his identity in all facets. Like, and then sexually. Because I know 10-year-old girls that would run around. Like, you know, when I grew up, 10-year-old girls that was running around with boys, we look at them as fast. And I'm like, we have to stop doing that. Like, kids are exploring themselves. And that includes sexuality. So I've opened up the gate. And I've asked Kittle about his sexuality and what he feels. And, you know what I mean? I don't think he's ready for any of that conversation yet. He not. He's, nah. You know, but... I remember young girls, like nine-year-old girls around me getting their menstrual cycle, and I thought I was behind because at nine years old, I hadn't started that shit yet. So, you know what I mean? So, I have started opening up the door to the conversations because there's little, his voice is getting deeper. He's starting to like, you know what I mean, require a little bit more privacy, which lets me know he's going, like he's going through some things, you know? So, I'm just starting to open open up the door because he's knocking on puberty. He, he knocking, he's he's running up on it. He's in the on deck circle, like it's coming, it's coming fast. Yeah, we're we're getting there. Like it's on its way. So I'm like, you know, I and, want him to understand. And I wouldn't wish I would puberty, oh child. I didn't want to go through puberty when I went through it. So puberty nowadays, 
I fam, I want to. His father, his godfather, like his tribe is going to have to wrap their little arms around him because I don't know what I'm doing. And on that home front, I can tell you about like I can tell you about the anatomy of things, the emotional changes that men go through. I can't relate to. So like y'all going to have to sit the young man down and have that conversation because I'm not ready. And you gonna and you gonna be somewhere getting like with a bottle of wine, like I can't do this shit no more. Boo Z, do you hear me? So yeah, like, but no, we can be straight. So this was part one of Jade's birthday weekend, and we kicked that off on Thursday. Um, Jesus Christ, my body hurts. I'm tired. I'm tired, boss. So Thursday we pulled up to again Thursday night at band camp sh- um, shenanigans. Shout out to Nudies SB, that whole clan. Um. Jay got gifted a bottle of Jack. I cooked dinner before that. Right. Um, Shout out to you and the tacos. It was tacos. Yes, right? I made cod, cod and shrimp cilantro tacos, which were fire. Me and D-Way was looking at each other like, we about to do the race on all of this. Those stuff. was fire. Anyway, um, cooked dinner before that. We made an announcement that we'll get to later. Right. So there's champagne involved already. So we killed a bottle of champagne, some wine before we left, right? Then Jay gets gifted a bottle at the at you know what I mean at R and B night. I bought some hookah. Like we kicked it. Friday rolls around, which is the actual birthday party. So shout out to House of Balloons. Everybody looks so good on Friday. All black works for niggas, bro. All, All black, black works, works for niggas. Like y'all pulled that shit out. When I saw I saw people step out, I ain't seen before. All black works. For, All we'll black. touch on that later too, because drunk Alex, she needs to be stopped. Because <laughs> I did some shit I don't remember I fucking did Until the next morning When my phone I got a text message From a number I didn't save And I was just like Who are you? And how did you get here? And he was just like You actually approached me girl And I was like Oh How did we get here? I did I said what did I say? He's like you don't remember none of that shit? Nobody's supposed to be here you know what I'm saying? And shout out to the missed opportunity for me to insert, bitch, I caught the bus. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, so clearly. But yeah, so that was cool. Saturday, day party. Shout out to Market House. Shout, uh, shout, out to the, shout, out to, shout out to the boys at the Pineapple Party. Shout out to uh, uh, the tacos. The tacos that they had. Uh, I heard the tacos were fire. Nigga, uh, let me, Paja Rojo, I want to say, I want to make sure I pronounce it right. But shout out to them. They 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 tacos, they out they al pastor joints gave me everything I needed to have in the initial You went to church. Listen, pastor and the choir. <laughs> you know me? Well came, came back with a re- came back with the re- a reprise where they were they running back. Listen. And so um so so yeah, that was Thursday, Friday. There's a lot of drunk. I and so I woke up. We I, had, I, I drunk, I drunk uploaded last week's episode. <laughs> I needed to cuss y'all out because first of all, on we said so okay. We're not, so we're not taking accountability for actions today. Well, I need to cuss y'all out. No, you don't. Because we so when we're in the group chat trying to figure out what we're doing for the pregame bottles, yada yada yada, the, the arrangements, right? And I was just like, all right. Let's cop a bottle for the pregame. Y'all were just like, Alex, we're going to have a bottle there. You want to you want a pregame for the pregame? And I said, yeah. That still makes no sense. But then at the actual fucking pregame, I wasn't the only person to pull up with a bottle. 
So I really wanted to cuss y'all out. Because how dare y'all? How dare we Rude. What? Not want to drink? Yeah. Y'all knew what time it was. And had I not gotten a bottle, we wouldn't have had enough alcohol. So who was right? Who? Nigga, but no. I'm not letting you, I'm not letting you take this as a win. No, fuck you. No. <laughs> because listen, do you want a pregame before the pregame, before the party where we know that we have a bottle waiting for us when we pull up? Yes. Yes, I do. That's on a Thursday. No, 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 no. That was this was on that Friday. That was Friday. That was Friday. Okay. We listen, y'all know how I do birthdays. I love birthdays. True, I am a fan of birthdays as well, but nigga, the math wasn't mathing. It, it sounded pretty fucking accurate to me. Nah. Had a ball. Everybody looks super, super good any fucking way. This weekend, you know, and then Sunday, uh, I was tucked. I was tucked on Sunday. Like, I ran errands with Kiddo, and then he actually ended up kicking it and hanging out and dating for a little bit. And then, like, I... Shout out to the DYT. Yeah, and then I was tucked. I was, I was exhausted. And so, I wanted to be tucked. I wanted desperately, desperately, desperately to be tucked. But my homie hits me like, yo, what you doing? It's like, I'm at the crib. <laughs> Whenever I respond with, you can tell, if I respond with nothing, that means I'm open for suggestions. If I respond, I'm at the crib, <laughs> that means, what do you want? I'm at the crib. He's like, I need some advice on some things. I'm like, okay, what's up? Like, like you want to link out, you know, link right. whatever. I'm like, no, it's so it begins. Because <laughs> so once they get you out the house, it's curtains, it's wraps. And mind you, so it's 90 fucking million degrees outside. So we're already hot and sweaty and just, 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 and we're trying to be in the shade. Sticky. Yeah. So what we're drinking, and, and mind you, and so we're talking, we're, we're wrapping up the shits about, you know, what he wanted to talk to me about. What he wanted to talk to me about. And, you know, around comes. Never round comes. I don't remember paying for shit or never round comes. Cause I'm like, I'm over here giving advice. So he's like, I, I got your drinks. Since you help, helping me, helping me out. And then, so then we leave to go to one spot and then we leave that spot to go to another spot. And so by the time I get back home and then we leave to go get food. And by the time I get back home, I spent like the entire day damn near drunk as fuck. Outside, drunk, and I, that was never my intention. It's not what I wanted to do, Chief. Not what I wanted to do with my Sunday. Not, not even a little bit. Mm-mm. And then I woke up Monday <laughs> with questions for everybody. How did I get here? Why? My bank account looking at me like an abusive stepfather. Just, <laughs> <laughs> like, you beat me. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, bad. It was bad. It was bad. Um, but shout out to Jay for your birthday this weekend. I won't be. So her birthday is on Sunday. Shout out to Steven. His birthday's on Saturday. Bandcamp's birthday's on Wednesday. Shout out to all y'all. All these cancers around me. Cancer Leo. You know what? Cuss bass niggas. We fucked up. Why? All right. So one of our producers of the show is Jordan. Right. And we actually missed his birthday. It was on 629. And I want to take the time out now to say, Jordan, happy birthday. We appreciate everything that you do for us. We appreciate everything that you do to keep the podcast rolling. We really, really couldn't be here. You are one half of our production team and we couldn't be here without you. So happy belated birthday. We're I'm, terrible people. I'm going to cuss him out. Happy birthday, nigga. However, you ain't tell nobody shit. You didn't. And I'm going to say this because you can't say that. You ain't telling nobody shit. If I knew it was your birthday, I would have said it. I would have, I would have, we would have made an announcement. We would have got on the last episode. But I ain't know nothing. And we, we, you know what I'm saying? We're like, not that bad. 
We are terrible people. We're not but he also bad. didn't say anything. And I have talked to him since then. He has yet to say anything to me. I had to find out. Z, happy birthday, bro. We Again, we do appreciate everything that you do for us. us we It does not go unnoticed. It does not go... Um, like, you take our criticism. You take our shit. We when we send you fucked up episodes, <laughs> like that one episode where we just passing the mic around like it's a bottle. Honey, we 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 appreciate you, but also let niggas know when your damn birthday is. We would like we do like to celebrate the people around us. Like shit, as much as we drink, like you know Nigga, what I'm saying. What? <laughs> let people know we could we could have lumped you in. You know what I mean? God damn. So yeah, um, we can wish talks. Happy birthday, Jordan. Happy belated. This week, but yeah, this coming weekend, I'm like praying to God. I'm 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 not even in town because I'm I, I knew if I was in town, mm, I'm tough. I, I would really like to sit down on Friday. I, I am I am out. I of would town. really like to sit down I'm on out. Friday. I am. I we am, have. I am in an undisclosed location. Do not bother me. Yeah. I, by, by the time you're hearing this, I'm in an undisclosed location. Do not bother <laughs> me. All right, you ready to get into these topics? Let's cut the shits, yeah. All right, so HBO has a new docu, two-part docu-series out that's called I Love You, Now Die, The Commonwealth versus Michelle Carter. And... Catchy-ass title, I'll say that much. Right. So the docu-series begins by, um, back in, don't get me lying about dates, it was earlier 2015, 2016, there was this case about this guy who was dating this girl named Michelle. Um, the guy named Conrad, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yeah, I remember Conrad, I remember who was dating. Uh, what is his first name? Jesus Christ. Let's, hold on. Let's get the notes out. Yeah, because I was like, let me let me look this up because we want to make sure we're accurate. Cause, yeah, because this is the backstory goes is that Conrad was dating Michelle, and he, you know, what I'm saying was struggling with some emotions, teenage angst, future angst, all of the good he was suffering with some, you know, emotional issues. There's some depression coupled in yeah, there. Yeah, so it was Con- Conrad Roy yes. was, 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 was a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and Michelle, Michelle Carter was, was a girlfriend. girlfriend. And then they lived a considerable, in two different towns. They linked up maybe five times, but there were thousands of text messages exchanged. Teenage His, love. Teenage long distance relationship. Exactly. Y'all know how that go, where y'all right. can only see each other so much because both y'all broke as shit. And you live in two different school districts, like two different towns. My first boyfriend lived like if I went to Winwoods, he was in Mount Healthy. Like my first boyfriend was, so we saw each other very sparingly. I mean, I mean, I feel like that's a that's a, a rite of passage for uh, relationships is to have that uh, that 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 stereotypical like, yeah, I got a girlfriend. She just go to another school. <laughs> yeah, but like I actually had a. I told y'all the neighborhood boys scared away my actual like in district boyfriend. Like they were like, no, her daddy's crazy as shit. I didn't have a boyfriend like a real boyfriend in my district till I was a junior. Like when all the niggas in my neighborhood graduated, <laughs> before they realized, like, oh, oh, they realized like it's a safer place. It's not safe, but it's safer than you think. Like you just got to proceed with caution. You know what I'm saying? It's like gentrified OTR. Ooh, <laughs> good one, good one. Score one for Calvin. <laughs> all right, so Conrad Roy is dating Michelle Carter. Conrad Roy is struggling with his emotions and struggling with his mental health. Yes, there was you know a couple of things that happened that triggered him, and so he went to Michelle and was just basically like, "I'm ready to die," and she encouraged him to commit suicide. Now I'm not going to give you you know what I'm saying I do want people to check it out, so I'm not going to do too many details, but I did want to touch on like the framing of things because. Of course, in, in all court cases, it's very much so my the best storyteller wins. 
It's 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 the he facts, said versus yep, she said in the facts and how you're able to position these facts and and evidence and whatever. So the prosecution was wanted to paint this picture of how you know stereotypical picture of how teenage girls are just so influential and so coercive and how she just you know wooed him into killing himself for attention basically like so she could be the grieving girlfriend the grieving girlfriend get all this attention all this act you know what i mean mm-hmm. all the attention she wanted like painting her as this narcissistic teenage girl right right her family wanted to paint the you know her her defense and her family was just like you know this was a teenage love story this was your modern day romeo and juliet like it was a double suicide sort of thing you know what i mean like he was going to commit suicide she was going to commit suicide right after her mental state wasn't as healthy as his either so you know what i mean they played off of each other and also side note this just shows you how stupid romeo and juliet actually ends cuz it's like because Juliet dies first, right? Yep. Fake dies first, right? Or whatever. And like, neither one of them wanted to check the five minutes before the person woke up from the poison. Or like, they just jumped from like, checking the pulse or whatever to dead. Like, stupid. I, that's just my personal. Rome, the, even all the spinoff, like, Romeo and Juliet-esque stories to me were just like, this is so fucking dumb. This is so fucking dumb. Like, why don't y'all compare notes? <laughs> like, I just, I hated it. So, you know what I mean? So they get into like the text messages she was sending. They get into like, they get into a lot of the story, like how she was manipulating her friends around her, how she like contacted his mother after her son died, pretended when investigators were investigating like the the scene of the crime, how she didn't know anything about where his whereabouts were. They even asked her, of course, they subpoenaed your phone. Stupid. Took her, well, no, she's not stupid. She's a teenage girl. She doesn't know how that shit works. But like, yeah, like they they subpoena your you phone records. She was one of, of course, the last person she talked. He talked to was her. Um, he, you know what I mean? Like he, at one point in time, they discussed like she. He had somehow like rewired the makings of his car so that the carbon dioxide goes into the vehicle instead of out. It was this, it was a truck, like a Ford truck or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he died because of you know carbon dioxide poisoning and. She was on the phone with him or texting him while he was, you know, in the in the truck. He got scared, jumped out of the truck, and she pers- to, persuaded him to get back into the truck to continue, you know, with killing himself. Right. So they they chronicle um they chronicle the trial. They get into all the aspects, like you know, were they both they were both on different kind of medications that influenced it. There was a lot. And I, I followed the case when it first came out because I was like, wait, what? Like The math wasn't mathing. Right. So the state was arguing that um, assisting suicide is homicide. So they charged her with manslaughter. And she actually, you know, you can look it up, but she ended up getting like 16 months for assisting suicide, like assisting in the suicide. Right. And I was like, it made me think how often the people around us really really do have an effect on how we view and see our lives and how when you're susceptible to being influenced like that the importance of surrounding yourself by people who really have your best interests at heart because i can imagine if i called my my tribe and i was at a low point and i said i'm i'm ready to go i was looking like i wanted to in my life what your responses would be and they would never be that and and and, 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 and so you couple this right and we'll touch we'll co- you couple this with 
13 Reasons Why. Right. And so the two years removed decision from Netflix to edit out. So for those who watched 13 Reasons Why. I thought I watched it when it first came out. Yeah, I I did too. So those who who have watched 13 Reasons Why, y'all remember the scene in season one where Hannah Baker, uh, you know. She does end her life. She does end her life. And they, 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 they they show that in graphic detail. And that caused all controversy because some people thought you were like kind of the entire show caused controversy. Honestly, there were so many, and the the target audience for that it's is, so it's so susceptible. It was so susceptible. Like these are teenagers you're showing this to, and then there were actual like copycat scenarios. Like there, it was in the news that there were copycat scenarios of like people leaving tapes or leaving behind notes um, from their you know suicide actual suicide attempts. And I'm thinking about like the the teenagers that I know we're we're surrounded by. Right. And I'm just and I'm looking at it like I'm looking at it like this. Cause with those two things about your your tribe and the energy that you surround yourself with. Right. Like I couldn't imagine if I first of all, if I had if I admitted that I was at such a low point. Mm-hmm. To my people, that the the general reaction I would imagine is like, "Where are you? Stay right there." I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. I'm on my fucking way. First of all, even if I ain't on my way, to make sure you don't hurt yourself. Like I'm on my way. Like I, not only am I on my way, but I'm probably gonna keep you on the line while, while I'm, I'm on, on my way. And so, 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 it's shocking that someone can like persuade you to harm yourself and 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 not only that someone but like shows mm-hmm. like you know kind of painting this painting Hannah Baker the person who committed the suicide as this like martyr figure and look and even if you want to go into deeper with 13 reasons why how they had an entire 13 episode arc about the psyche of a potential school shooter and kind of showing all the things mm-hmm. that happened to get this band to the school shooting with a message of, like, we should be nicer to the school shooters. And it's, no. Mm, what about gun control? Like, how, You're right. Like, like, or, or like <laughs> well, we should of... be nice to people, but, like, they didn't show how easy he was able to get the guns. And how he stored it in his mama's house up underneath his parents' nose. Be very white childlike, because me locking a door and... <laughs> In my mama house? <laughs> shit. shit. I couldn't even close my door. <laughs> I could close it, but it couldn't be locked. And my mama no. give it. My mom, the most privacy my mama give be that. Two not. You there? And I'm in and I'm coming in. Yeah. See, and I only got that privacy once I started my first period. And that's because my dad was like, I don't want to walk in on no shit. So like I only got that courtesy once like I, once puberty hit. Yeah. Once yeah, once puberty hit, it was like, all right. You good? Mm-hmm. Bam. And like I don't think I had a locked door until I went to college. I, the first, I can't remember the first time I actually, I, to this day, even in my parents' house, like when we, before it was sold or whatever, I never locked the door. I think I locked the bathroom door. When I, no. When kiddo started walking, I started locking the bathroom door. I think that's when I, I when I realized like I probably should lock the door because I don't want him walking in or when I was filling up the bathtub for him to take a bath or something like that, like I'd lock the door behind me so he didn't, you know, fall in or there was an accident. That sort of shit. But no, like the when I thought the my biggest issue with 13 Reasons Why is that 
I don't like how they painted, um, what's his name? Clay as an antagonist or as if, if he was only more attentive to Hannah, she would still be alive as if her suicide was his fault. Right. And it was like, I didn't appreciate that at all. Where it was like, if you had just paid more, if you just read the signs of... We're talking about teenagers. Teenagers are the most selfish people on the planet. Selfish, stupid. Emotional, hormonal. Horny. Just, just, just... Uh, teenagers are all around hot mess, which is why, and side note, I salute everyone who is out here teaching these 13 through 17 and 18-year-old kids. Because I know for a fact Ooh. they're a hot mess. And I can't do it. And that's also why it makes sense that I see y'all fucking hammered. <laughs> yes. Every y'all come the, parents that, the parents that I know that have like teenage kids, they are the alcoholic. Woo. Y'all are the ones buying the rounds. And honestly, I got three years, so I'm the one buying the rounds because I get it. Like, like who, who needs a drink? Because huh? I don't want to drink by myself. <laughs> I don't want to be here alone. But that was my... I feel like depending upon how you view 13 Reasons Why and it's, I, because honestly, I could see me sitting down with kiddo and watching that kind of film with him or going through that with him and explaining to him why this was okay or why this wasn't okay. And, and really dissecting those interactions because there was a lot there that honestly, when I think about Hannah Baker, there are a lot of Big situations, the big situations that happened to her were mishandled, so all the little ones blew out of proportion. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's similar. So, so Because she had, there were a bunch of times where I think, and I th- think about 13 or 15-year-old Alex and how I would have handled that. Because Alex at 28 knows better. Alex at 15, her first experience with things that never goes smoothly. You know what I mean? So even down from her sexual assault or like the bullying situation or the, you know what I mean? There are a bunch of pseudo situations that happened to her that was just extremely mishandled. And yeah, I I think what you said was best. And I think because the big stuff with Hannah Baker was so just mishandled Mm -hmm. that on not her fault, but it was just mishandled by the people that she expected to handle it. Right. That the little stuff she overreacted to right. because of a big stuff. And even she was called to the counselor's office and asked to talk about what happened to her and she didn't. So there are a couple of times where it was like she could have been her own advocate to an extent and we, we, we missed the ball. And it's not to blame her because again, when I think of who I was as a teenager, I was a slew of secrets. I was going through shit my parents didn't find out about until maybe a couple of years ago when I was able, you know what I mean? I worked through it on my right. own. But it's not to blame her, but it's like, we have to teach our teenagers that, sir, how do I say this? Not only do we have to teach our teenagers that we as elders are safe spaces, but we have to actually be those safe spaces and not just, you know, I'm pretty sure a kiddo is going to come home and tell me some shit that's going to piss me clean the fuck off. But he brought it to me. He trusted me enough to bring it to me. And, and, and strict parents make sneaky kids. Yep. So if I bring something to you and you, it blows up in my face. I'm never going to do that shit I again. bet. Cool. But we even do that. We react like that as adults. Facts. If, I, if I'm like, listen, I need to tell you something and I need you to hear it from me because if you heard it from anybody else, you'd be hurt by this. And I don't. And then you get pissed off with me for bringing this information to you. That'd be the last conversation we have. Because I don't trust you anymore. And it's, it's crazy how the very, you know, the very juvenile things that we do grow into our adulthood. So. The, the bullying. <laughs> Yo, like. 
we just had I just talked about it like sexting all that shit like we it grows and how we handle those situations then really affects who we are now and it's nuts like I'm grown as shit and there's still things that I coping mechanisms from teenage Alex that I still use today and I don't know if that shit is healthy or not listen we grown as shit but we still pinky promise my nigga and <laughs> mean do. it we really do pinky promise and, and you better mean that shit nigga we gonna fight like bro you pinky promise swear to god put it on moms <laughs> Man, but um, I think the, the overarching theme, I think what we wanted to gain from that, mentioning that is being mindful of your energy. And not only be mindful of your energy that you have, but be mindful of the energy that is around you. Because you cannot control everyone else's energy. I can't control the good vibes or the bad vibes that people bring. I can, and I'm supposed to control what accesses me. Right. That's all I got. That's it, that's it. But you know what? Speaking of like controlling what's around you, all right, so Black China. <sighs> we're, you we're know it's you, you know it's bad when we're just like. Uh... All right. So it Black is. China. Okay, do go you want ahead. To, do, do the backstory. I was like, do we want the quick version or the long you, version? You do the backstory. All right, so Black China, um, international hot mess, um, international uh, video vixen slash turned IG model so turned whatever the hell. Black China was a stripper. Stripper. And her and Amber Rose were best friends. I think they used to work at the same club, if I'm not mistaken. Right. They both met rappers. Right. Her baby daddy is Tyga. Right. Her second baby daddy is Rob Kardashian. And oh yeah, because like Black China, and between Black China, Tyga, Kylie Jenner, and Rob Kardashian, it was like there was a point where like Tyga was like Okay, Tyga was dating Kylie Jenner. Right. Right. Kylie Jenner, they broke up. No, 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 no. Back up. No, so then, Tyga was with Black China first. Right. Had, had a, kid a child. Kid, yeah. Right? Then meets Kylie Jenner when Kylie Jenner was like 16. He, and this has been some nasty shit. And I know we like kind of have forgiven Tyga because like. We just don't talk about because, it. Because nobody forgave him because I think I still, that is, we talked about grooming. What he, he did with Kylie Jenner was grooming he, her. I think even Charlemagne's self called it red shirting. Yeah, he get you and which is never mind. We got it. Yeah, I'm going to be very careful how I speak on this. But when you give a shorty a red shirt, for those who don't know, it means that you I'm grown. Like say Calvin is Cal, you 18. No, I'm 17. No, I'm, no, no, no. Calvin, say you're the adult in the situation. You're at your big age, right? right? And you meet a girl, shorty, she's like on the precipice of adulthood. So she's like 17 and she, a half, she, 18. She's seven, so the concept of red shirting is, so she hasn't reached, or he, because women do it too, mm-hmm. have now, have, they haven't reached for 18th birthday. So official adulthood. Right. But you meet them when they're 17, you know, maybe even like late 16, and you kind of just, you, 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 you red shirt them, you groom them, you keep them around. You're pretty much in a relationship with that person, but you it's not it's not made public, right? Because it's not legal. And then the 18th birthday comes, and you, you pop out. With you this pop girl. You, you pop out with this girl, fresh or you, at her birthday party. You know, kind of being like you know celebrating her birthday and also celebrating the fact that you can now be legally seen with this woman. As if we didn't know that you haven't been seen or been with her for the past year and a half or so right so red shirting it's predatory it's grooming it's the exact same reason we had an issue with drake and millie uh millie bobby whatever, brown's relationship whatever, whatever shorty yeah and i think it and but the, the difference was drake's was just like i think like 
it was it was friendship level, but it was also he it's never grooming, was though. He, he, he never was seen with her. There's nothing. Uh, I'm so sorry. There's nothing a 30 year old man and a 60 year old have in common. I don't want to hear it. There's no advice. There's no friendship there. That's it's predatory. It's predatory. And the only reason I disagree with you a little bit because I look at it. I think celebrities play in a little bit of a different ballpark than me and you. And I think though he could like. And this helping is helping her navigate fame. That's the only reason I could see them talking, not being like friendly. Yeah, but like she said that like he gave her advice about boys and he was like, oh, we're talking about, you know, her career. And there are lines like helping her navigate the, the world of paparazzi is one thing. But like you sharing intimate details about a teenage girl's like boyfriend sex life shit is inappropriate if that was the case. You know what I'm saying? You as a 30-year-old man with the life experience that you have and no like bloodline relation connected right. to her, giving her that kind of advice is fucking gross. My little cousins have to be careful how they talk to me about their boyfriend-girlfriend relationship shit. No, sis, what? What's going on? And then my first question is, what does your mother or father feel about this before I insert myself at all? You know what I'm saying? Like you... You need to like it's it, it looks crazy. I'm not saying it is. I know, like the optics, the optics of it were wild, and I think the optics of Tyga and Kylie Jenner were wild. I think, I mean, he, I remember a joke. Tyga Ty was on Wild and Out. I think one of the uh, other side is like, don't 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 your girl have to sign a permission slip? Like it was, you know, it was. They made jokes of it, but With, but I mean, funny then didn't age well. Been age well, but it's like you know what I'm saying. But like I so okay. So back to so Tiger. So Tiger, baby mama is Black China. Black, Black China then after breaks up with Tiger decides to get with Rob Kardashian, right? Which makes an entire messy thing where like it's Tiger's dating his aunts, his kids' aunts, aunts. something. It's you, gross. Just nasty. It's real like all in the family, keep the money here type situation. Like it was rumored that even Kylie Jenner helped Tiger get out of debt. It was a lot going on there. So. Black China has a background of being, you know what I'm saying? She Listen, I'm disappointed in sis because she walked into the Kardashian. She got a show off of it. She walked out into the Kardashian clutches and walked out with bags and then fumbled the shit being a bird. You hate to see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she 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 fumbled the bag. She, being a bird and then turned around and dated like some, some fucking child. She, she, she was on the one yard line and fumbled. And and so and so so she, so so then so now her mother is and you and you you start to realize where Black China got her from because her Tokyo Tony is her mom's name or some shit some like shit I, so, I didn't look that up because I don't give a fuck anyway they gave these women a show why they have some type of platform I don't know if it's a show anyway, docu series whatever I have no plans on watching it because it makes me sad from what I saw the promo video and shit of it it actually makes me sad because. Black Chada's mama said, I don't give a fuck if I was selling a pussy to uh, 100,000 people. I'm still your motherfucking mom. And it just made me think like, no, bitch. No. You have absolute right to break up with your toxic parents. Because like, I, I think about all those parents that took the money from R. Kelly. Yeah. And like, and only started like singing when the money stopped. Yeah. You sold your kids. Yeah, like no, y'all should like, go to jail. I'm so jail. sorry. Sparkle should have been arrested. You sold your niece because, and you not only did she sell her niece, but then she knew she sold her niece because she was like, that ain't that can't be me. It when, wouldn't be me. It wouldn't so be me. So you knew better for yourself, but not for your niece. And then come to find out that their niece's dad is R. Kelly's bass player. Y'all sold that little girl. 
Mm. And, I, and all the other parents that knew, like the one girl, oh, and surviving R. Kelly, one of the girls got extreme, she had um, some disease, damn near died because of a miscarriage. R. Kelly sent her mom $1,000. A thousand? A thousand. You sold your kid for $1,000. So when these checks start slowing up, now all of a sudden everybody got all these tapes and evidence and shit. Everybody needs to be get. Everybody needs to be locked up. And I'm so sorry. This includes your homegirl, Andrea Kelly, because she looks crazy in the light, too. You knew, girl. The wife? The wife. Yeah. yeah. His, his wife. Oh, you knew. Andrea, oh. and Andrea Kelly needs to be locked up. His the, manager. Locked up. Also, how? let's stop. Let's stop it right here. The man can't read. R. Kelly is illiterate. He's not doing all the shit by himself. So I'm, and you know what? You want to know who you can lock up right behind R. Kelly? His fucking fans, all of them, all of them, every single last one of them. As a matter of fact, when I hear that people are still R. Kelly fans after all of this shit, even right now, it's it like I don't even want to talk to you anymore. It's officially become a personality trait. Yeah, like bro, you've got to be sick as fuck because there's no way at this point you can separate the art from the artist. It's not even an argument anymore. It's not. It's not even an argument. I remember, I do remember one time that one of our DJs uh, played, played an R. Kelly song. I think it was right after. Yeah. And everyone just sat down and just looked at him with like the, what the, what the fuck are you doing face? He did. I think actually it was during the whole surviving R. Kelly thing. Because I think it was like. It was, uh, and it was the same time as like the King of R&B yeah, debate. Yeah. And, so and he was, everybody, uh, he played it and everybody kind of looked like, dog, you really out of touch. Like. And because 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 again he was playing he was playing the because that was a whole debate going on because it was like well if R Kelly's out of out of picture who is the king of R and B and then he was just like well R Kelly's still the king of R and B and everybody he played the record and everybody was like yikes bro it just it, and it, it was it was like a, you could hear a pin drop <laughs> literally I think like it'd have been a perfect time for the record to skip. The perfect time, and it just didn't anyway. But you know, you don't win them all. And so, and so, and so, Black China, you start to realize who she, how she got to where she is, how she got to who she is because of because of a toxic, toxic parent that that is in her life. And, and I, think, I, yeah, I again, I just really want y'all to understand that you don't have to stick around for toxic parents, toxic people. Break up with these people and watch your life flourish. And if you feel like as though you can't cut this tie for whatever. Excuse me, for whatever reason you can't cut this tie, set a clear boundary. Clear boundary. And the moment that they cross it or you feel like they're getting close to that boundary, re- uh, reassert it. I understand there are certain boundaries or certain people in my life that I understand I can only take so much of. I can only take you in doses. I've accepted you for who you are and it, it, I, I'm not at the point where I'm, I want to cut you off. But I am at the point where I need to establish a wall, a line. You can't come past this. You know what I mean? I, or I can only spend so much time with you. Or I can only be in so many spaces with you. Because you don't respect me. And that's just the bottom line of it. But for people who feel like, oh, the, at the end of the day, that's just my mom. Or that's just my dad or grandma. Or, fuck them. Because if they respected you in the way that feels like love and respect to you, they wouldn't continue to treat you the way they do. Let that motherfucker go. Hey, niggas get estranged every day, B. Like estranged. And, they are literally I have a sibling I do not talk to. I, I refuse to talk to her because for various reasons. But she chose that life. 
And when addressed about it, she gaslighted me. So I stopped talking to her. And you cannot re-enter my life until we figure that out. And that's just that. I mean, think about it like this, right? There's parents of multi-millionaires who ain't got a dime because they didn't act right. Le- LeBron James' father is still alive. Mm-hmm. He's just not connected to LeBron. In no way, shape, form, or fashion. In no way, shape, form, or fashion. He doesn't get none of the Nike checks because he didn't act right. And also, to the parents, I feel like the young parents who are listening to us, in order to avoid becoming that toxic parent, you have to start now. You have to start by understanding that, like, your, your child, you, if, you're, if you've wronged your child, you apologize to the child. Oh, that, or, that's the one thing we do around me. And the one thing that we do, period, like, we apologize to each other. Or, or if a child asks why. You explain to them why. Your, your, your children, my mom used to say something to me. She said, your children come through you, not of you. And kiddo has every right to be offended by something I said. He don't have to like it. Kiddo actually said something yesterday to me while I was doing his hair and it pissed me off. And I let him know you hurt my feelings. You know what I mean? Like, just because you're my child doesn't, and I'm your mom, like, so I think sometimes we give our parents this superhero complex and we forget that they are still human beings. They are still people. Like, you're still going to fuck up and do something that's going to piss me off. And as, as my parent, that's an extension of my child. Like, we have to start seeing p- children as people. And not props. Not props, not property. And also, that, that, that also goes into, I saw a video of Shorty who had a gender reveal, which I already know how you feel about gender Ugh. reveals. But not only that, but then when she thought it was a girl, she got, got pissed. pissed. Like, I feel like, y'all, y'all could have told me already, so I could have, like, I think she said, y'all, I wish y'all would have told me so I could have got rid of it or some shit. What? And, but then found out it was a boy and was happy again. Like, no, like, we, we, we mention this all the time on this episode, on, on this platform. It was a black woman, which made it worse. Because it was like, black women are 243% more likely to die mm-hmm. in the hands of medical care. Yep. Than white women. Yep. Every day. The uh the the the, the pregnancy what's the, what's how did how do I phrase this? Like the the infant mortality rate yep. for for, for African American families is higher than it is for any other family. Yep. The the the, the, the and that includes like stillborns that includes like that died at birth miscarriages all of that. So the infant mortality rate is higher. So anytime a black family has a child that's healthy. The, the, the statistics say that's a blessing. Right. Because you're beating the odds. Period. So. You Serena Williams. Damn near dot. Beyonce. Damn near dot. And these are the women who have access to there are st- resources beyond, beyond our wildest imaginations. And they have to advocate for their health because they were ignored. Beyonce has enough money to rent out an entire floor of a hospital wing. Yep. And still had a couple miscarriages and, 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 and rough pregnancies because of that. So for you to take your camera and record your dusty ass being legitimately dusty. upset that you didn't get your preferred gender, that's shameful. You know what? But see, the, my bigger question is, why are you so afraid to have a girl? And this is a woman. A woman. Why are you afraid to birth a daughter? 
what's what about that? Why is birthing a young girl so undesirable for you? That lets me know that you know a little bit more about the world than and know enough about the world to know that you're 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 the problem, not this child. And a lot of y'all have children as props or as means to keep men. And a lot of men are getting women as means to keep women and to control them. Like, like it's not it's not funny to me to say I'm gonna get you pregnant. That's not fucking funny to me. I don't even think it's cute. Like, oh, you're like, don't don't threaten me with that kind of shit. Like, you find me so pretty that you're gonna trap me with a baby. No, nigga, because I'll hit I ten by ten. <laughs> like, you, you listen. You gonna you're gonna, gonna get, try the right one, and you're gonna get a catch up request. Honey, what? Fam, listen. You go. You, you say that you do that. Should've go do the race to the, to the nearest CVS and be like, uh-uh. We'll be on I ten by ten. Um, uh-uh, absolutely. Ah, 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 ah. Nope, not at all. And Y'all so, play too much. Is, I don't know. What's uh, what's lighthearted? Because I don't got I don't got mad now. I don't got depressed. Yeah, just <laughs> because y'all, of tripping. Y'all have the absolute right to break up with your toxic family members and, and it, listen. And, 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 and that's what I wanted to say. And don't use the time spent with this person as a reason why. Like, man, I can't. Like, that's my. We I don't know. We know. I don't know him all my life. I don't know him all my life. Like, there's something in business that's called a sunk cost. Right. Where like. At a certain point, you just got to charge that to the game. Like, it is what it is. Like, you spent that time with that toxic mm-hmm. person. Doesn't mean you have to spend more time with said toxic no, person. No, you don't have it, to keep investing more shit into, into a, a bad situation. Into a bad stock. If you know the stock is bad, but you've held it for years, you don't keep investing into it just because you held it for years. You sell it at a loss, and you and you move on with your life. You do the same thing with these people. Yeah, I spent 20, 10 years with a person. Yeah, let's not so spend what? 11. Let's not do that. How about we start getting in the habit of, listen... Are you with this person because you genuinely feel like there's history and there's more you could do with this person? Are you here because it's a trauma bond? Why are you here? Is the shit that you've been through with this person like... Yeah, I love saying break up with him, but won't break up with your toxic friends. Listen, your toxic friends are holding you back, girl. Your toxic friends are the reason why you're not progressing. You ever wonder when you do something, when you do something that's actually dope and important? You, you, you have those couple friends who never, who always be, be quiet in the group chat? When when positive shit's being reported, but when some tea is hopping out, wait the first one. Yeah, them the friends you need to break up with. Um, while we're on the topic, um, not even breakups, but prayers for New Orleans. Um, prayers for Louisiana. Prayers for Louisiana. I think um my my, my people down there, to, it actually hit west of New Orleans, like okay. considerably west. All right, so, so Louisiana. So I apologize. Prayers for Louisiana. New Orleans, you know, just rain showers, but you know, New Orleans and, and flooding is a buzzword in, in our media because of Katrina mm-hmm. and everything like that. So, like, my again, and if my reports are wrong from the people who are down there, please, again, come let me know. Um, the prayers for Louisiana, pray, prayers for all of the weather that, we're, that, that, that we are receiving. I don't think Ohio's had a nine a, a ninety degree day in about three weeks. Okay, we're check in on your Midwestern friends. We're not okay. Is he, listen? We asked God. We asked for no like less rain. We didn't say no rain. We had a little we, bullshit it did yesterday. Mm, it don't we, count. We 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 said look God like we wanted sun. We didn't want heat. So we didn't want you to turn the oven up. We just wanted like he said you ungrateful bastards. Stupid. So yeah. So pray for you, Mustard friends. We're not okay in this heat. Pray for. Pray, I think uh, global warming is real, and, and 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 I think we got like ten years to, to like do some shit before it becomes unfixable. Right. Like 
I don't know what to tell y'all. So yeah. Um, but I did want to touch on this, and then we can of course go lighthearted, um, curve towards lighthearted. But um, Sadie Roberts Joseph is the fourth prominent black activist found dead after the Ferguson protest. Um, I thought it was six. Might be six. Is it six? I think it might be six. Because I know, I know, I think they. Sorry, she's the seventh person who protested found dead. She's the third one found in the trunk of a car. Okay. So my apologies. Um, um, prayers to the family, first of all. Sadie was a little background about her. She was one of the. Uh, let me pull up my notes. She was 75 years old. She's down, found dead in the trunk of her car, or in, yeah, in the trunk of her car last week. Um, the cab can Baton Rouge protest. I mean, Baton Rouge coroner's office has preliminary cause of death is traumatic asphyxia, including suffocate asphyxiation, including suffocation. Um. She was one of the last, she was the founder of the Odell S. Williams Now and Then Museum of African American History, which is now called the Baton Rouge African American History Museum. Um, officials and activists in Baton Rouge area have honored uh, Robin Joseph for her many years of activism and community service. Um, this hurt. Um, I think this hit really, really close to home because... Here in Columbus, uh, an activist body was found as well, and it's like you you couple you couple that with with the official um, ruling from the Justice Department that no one is going to be held accountable, accountable. for Eric Garner's murder. Yep. Um. You and you couple that with the fact that uh, her that, his daughter was also his daughter died of a heart attack and she was twenty three years old. Yep. Because. She literally died of a broken heart. She died because there will never be justice for her father. And the man that recorded Eric Garner's death is in jail now. The only person that... (laughs) This is fucked up. The only person from that entire situation... Is the officer who killed him. The only person who's in jail is the person who recorded it. Not anyone else. But the person who, who was responsible for us seeing this... And then you couple that with the fact that this is the seventh um, prominent activist who, in Ferguson, in Ferguson alone, to be found dead. This um, is system- systematic. And this is you. Cu- you couple that with the with, with the higher uh, suicide rates for the for for, for activists. Um, shout out to um, rest in peace to uh, what's the what's the dude in Columbus name? I want this McDonald. What's his name? Oh shit! Don't 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 I'm, do this to me. Uh, I'm, I'm looking it up. But Names like, and shit. Yeah. Because we want to make sure we get this absolutely right. Because. Like, like rest in peace to Amber Evans. Like, rest in peace to. Um, I just, for me, it, it's another reason why trauma porn for black people pisses me off. It's another reason because we live this shit. There's not a day that does not go by that there's not a single headline about somebody of color being, who was making change and affecting change in our community is found dead and it's 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 stressful and and i mean that in the most sincere way because it's like look it's like every day you wake up you hear something you see something especially you you read something and then it's like what the fuck like if we wanted to we could just make this podcast and we specifically did, did not, not do that of just all the bullshit that y'all do to black people on a day-to-day basis. And I didn't want to, I didn't want another black pain 
platform. And I'm not saying, not to say that it's not important, but I like to, you have to laugh to keep from crying. You have to find some joy and and uh, and happiness. And and, and and fam, they pulled a gun on a on a fully dressed police officer because he was black, and it was a damn security guard. Pulled up the gun. A security guard up the gun on, on a, a po- on a police, police officer. Police officer. Do you know how privileged you have to be? How arrogant you have to be? How out of your rabbit ass mind you have to be to do some shit like that? Have you lost your fucking what? So again, I, I I would be remiss if I didn't touch on that, but I wanted to make sure that I said Sadie Roberts Joseph, rest in peace, rest in power. You made a difference in the community around you that will stand for the test of time. And I, not from Baton Rouge, but and I pray to God one day I get to go see it and experience it for myself, Lord willing. But you were your you were a legacy and it will not be soon forgotten. So RIP and rest in peace. I get so tired of saying that shit. I get so I get, I get so man, I get so tired. We're talking of about rest in peace, man. We talk, the, in Cincinnati, man, like the murder rate's going up this summer. And it's like, and it's obvious it's all of our it's all our young black our young black people. Our children. Our children. These are t- have you seen the murder rate for children this summer? No. Kids. It's Tomorrow's, tomorrow's not promised. Man. I don't want to go there, man. Tomorrow's not promised. I really don't. So. Like, I really, really don't. Because I get teary-eyed because, I, again, it's hard not for me to see these teenage young black kids on TV and not see my own child. It's hard for me not to see it. It's hard for me to not think, damn, that could have been 13-year-old Calvin. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard not to... It's hard. Or my nieces, That could have been 27-year-old nephews, Calvin. You know like. what I'm saying? My nieces, my nephew. I have kids these age. Like, I have influence and touch on children that age. So to see that shit and to think what separates him from y'all, him from them, you know what I'm saying? It's not a lot, if any. And these bullets ain't got no names? None. So I just... Y'all, put be the sa- guns down. Be safe. Put be the safe guns down. All right. So on to some fuckery. You ready? Yes, please. Fuckery. I need it. I need Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So Jermaine Dupree. Now, first and foremost, before I get to the why people are dragging him, I hate when we do this. I hate when we drag someone and then we forget all the contributions they had. I understand why we do it, but we start lying. And people's like, he didn't really contribute much to music. The nigga made confessions. Like, shut up. Like, okay. Out of all so, you can drag him and be honest. Like you know, the, and so and so the reason why he gave why, us the brat. He gave us the brat. He gave us so so death. He like, gave us bow wow. He gave like, us. He helped with Drew Hill. Like I understand. Like he whole, said some bullshit. But like you can't just say he ain't even looking. Yes, cut. he did. Yes, he did. Like like. And honestly, I, I'm I'm going to be the one to say it. Doja Cat was not the one to drag him. And honestly, because as a man, I, I'm gonna shut the fuck up. I, mm-hmm. Doja Cat was not the one to drag him, and I'm gonna be real about it. Like y'all, y'all, as in blanket statement. Only a hit dog holler, so stay out of my mentions. But y'all gave Doja Cat a lot of passes on shit that she should have been canceled for because she's light skinned with a fat ass. Shorty's biggest song is her saying moo. You know what I'm saying? She's like, she's not. I'm not the, gonna say Doja Cat's not the hill I should we should die on. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. And like I understand, like, and I get it. And so what? So Varit, so 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 Jermaine Dupree was on the interview. First things first. 
stop doing goddamn interviews for where you clearly don't want to be there. Because he clearly didn't want to be wherever he was interviewing at. And they asked him about, like, you know, the, 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 the female takeover in hip-hop. And he said, um, it sounds like a lot of the same thing. Like, a lot of the same thing. Um, you know, we're talking about the same shit. It sounds like strippers rapping. And the code word stripper, you know, Cardi B was the first one that came out to work. I said stripper, huh? And Cardi B let him have it. And, you know, the entire female hip-hop community for the most part. So there are a couple of things here. Let him have it. Then he wanted to say, well, all right, well, if there's women in hip-hop that's so great, he put out this contest thing going on. And I was just like, y'all better not. And I hope it flops. And I honestly, and I say I hope it flops because you don't owe that man shit. If he can't see that there's talent out here where you got the Rico Nasties, Tierra Wax, you know what I'm saying? Like you have actual women out here making impact. And I know I'm missing Tokyo Jets. I know I'm missing- Shout out to Raspity. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Dreezy. Shout out to No Name. Shout, yeah, shout out to Harry. Shout you know, to- like you've got women in hip hop making waves. And the fact that you're so busy focusing on the women that, and you know what I'm saying? There's duality. There's room for both. There's room for both. You know, and even if they are out here talking about shaking ass and robbing niggas, bro, you got a thousand candy coated, colored, tatted face, tatted ass rappers right now doing the same shit. Signed to his fucking label, if we being honest. So it's like, don't don't sit here and come for one. Don't hold, and that's my problem. Y'all hold one standard for one kind of artist and not the same. Because if you want these female rappers to be to be ten times better, then step apart for these whack ass niggas. Y'all keep fucking pubbing, bro. There's a a fucking uh, YMG little baby, not the baby, because that's my baby, and he's separate, and we're not gonna go there with that. My five eight king, that's the hill I'm gonna die on. Anyway, like <laughs> you love dying over Mo Hill. <laughs> oh, bitch, that was a good one. Oh, that was a good one. I'm two for two, baby. You out here today? I give you that. You out here, but you know what I'm saying, like whatever. Y'all not gonna hold. Listen, these rappers sound the same. They look alike too. Don't sit here and talk about the women in hip-hop without actually talking about, you know what I'm saying, the standards that... Let's, all right, y'all want to talk about the women in hip-hop. Let's talk about why the bias bar is so high for him, for so high for uh, women and so low for men. Why do these women have to be 10 times better? Y'all ask for a woman who is naturally thick, naturally can actually spit, you know what I'm saying, talented, educated. And we gave y'all Megan. Megan. Megan the Stallion exists. And she's both. She's college educated. She's business savvy. She's smart as shit. She's naturally thick as hell. She's pretty as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And y'all found a way to, to, to make her less than. Y'all found a way to hate her. So it's like when it comes to the men, and the crazy thing is that Jermaine Dupri is the loudest of a minority. And, and that's what I always get mad. I, I have to learn to not get mad because... Like I saw it and I was just like, I stopped entertaining clown shit a long time ago. That was some clown shit. Like it didn't even piss me off. It was just like, here goes yet another man who's out of his prime, over his fucking hill, completely out of touch with the current state of the culture, making comments about shit he got no business commenting on. Because honestly, wasn't it back in like 2016 or 17 like that? He had a show of a female rapper spitting her fucking heart out and told her she wasn't good enough. This is the same nigga that said Beyonce wouldn't be shit in 10 years. This is the same nigga making comments about women. And he's completely out of touch and dead ass wrong about. Like, and so you're like, he don't get me wrong, his influence and his touch on the hip hop culture and R and B culture, it's still stands. And which is which is why I but which I, is why I try to tune I try to tune some of these out because these conversations they always lack nuance. It's either black or white. There's always levels of gray. Hey, 
Yes, Jermaine Dupree is loud and wrong. Jermaine Dupree is also a loud minority. Because if you notice, the majority of men in hip-hop have no issue with the the female mainstream way. Yo, to be honest, Double XL cover could have been all female artists and I would not. Double XL's freshman class could have been all female artists and I would not have been mad. As a matter of fact, if they would have done a front and back cover, like one cover all men and the other cover all women, I would not have been mad at that. That might have actually been the way. And it would have been accurate as fuck. And so it's like, you know, like one of the songs of the summer is a is my type. And I hate that song. That song is actually garbage. It's garbage. First of all, the beat is catchy. And she's fine. And she's fine. And that's all that's it. Thick bitch, I'm gonna ride a dick all night. <laughs> and that's all that's it. That's, but, 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 honestly, it came on while I was at the airport, and I don't remember where I was at because I found myself throwing ass while I was standing in line at TSA. And I was like, Alex, you gotta relax. <laughs> that's how you end up in customs. Um <laughs> like ma'am, 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 ma'am. Mm. But also I do think I do it's a little bit of a dichotomy, right? I do think that we give there's passes that the sweeties, the uh There's a pretty pass. There's a pretty pass that somebody's up- Because honestly, so you take your Rico Nasties, who in my eyes, I think she's fucking gorgeous, but she's not quintessentially pretty. Or she doesn't have like the bad, you know what I'm saying? She the quintessential the, she, bad bitch aesthetic. She, 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 I think they, and, I think the, 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 what they called it is Bjork cute. Yes. And uh, shout out to Malcolm because he posted this on his Instagram and I, that's why I, Bjork cute. So basically like- certain, Oh, shout out to Amine because that's where they got yeah. it from. But like certain features only work on, on her. Only work on her, but only work in a certain subset. Like there's like there's no one who's gonna think Rico Nasty is average. It's either she's ugly or she's one of the baddest things walking. There's very few and people honestly, who have a very I'm, average. I think she's one of the baddest women walking. I think there's nobody who could Rico Nasty, there's only one person who could do Rico Nasty the way she does. I feel the same way about Tierra Whack. There's only one Tierra Whack. One. I felt the same way about no name. There's nobody, these women have their, it's the style. And honestly, I think when we talk about like alternative hip hop, I, um, Rico Nasty is the first person that comes to mind. Like when we. You know what I want? I want to, I want, if, if Lil Uzi ever, ever decides to like make music again. I, I would want, love a rock album from. Um, Rico Nasty and Lil Uzi Vert. Yes, I yeah. would love that. Yeah, we need that. I, I like Lil Wayne put his toes in it. Like Lil Wayne walks of these, this kind of genre could run and i really hope that like these artists because tier um um excuse me rico nasty's music she makes very angry girl music is it remind me of like Khalees sucker 03 yeah i hate you i hate you so much right like, now yes All of that. and so i love that and so so first and foremost jermaine dupree's a loud minority so when but again conversations on the internet lack nuance so people are always like look at look at all these men out here trying no 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 baby you talk about Jermaine Dupri, Jermaine Dupri. One nigga, uh, uh, and there are a couple niggas who agreed. Because That's a, it. meanwhile, over here on this side, I'm trying to figure out a way for Megan Thee Stallion to get me pregnant. So every time she does something, I'm like, God, I can feel the kicks. Like, come see your son, Megan. God, come I can see feel the, about your son. Jesus Christ, these, these Braxton Hicks are killing me. <laughs> so yeah, so like, secondly, you can also understand, but yes, Jermaine Dupri may be out of touch now in 2019. That doesn't mean he didn't have any influence on like R&B and hip hop culture. Again, the man made confessions. Like I could stop right there 
and my point would be made. But the man made confessions. He he so so deaf. The label, the artist. Mm-hmm. We we talk shit about little bow wow, but little bow wow has been influential on this culture. Talk shit about the brat, but the brat's been influential on this culture. Shout out to crisscross. Shout to yeah. all of the different things that Jermaine Dupri has had a hand in. Yeah, all that could be true, and he could still be out of touch in 2019. Right. But again, we don't have nuance in our conversations. No, we don't. Like we can. I think. We can acknowledge, like you said, we can acknowledge that he's a legend and also say that he don't know what the fuck he's talking about because he doesn't. And that's that on that. But also, did you hear, speaking of which, they said Diddy is now making another band instead of putting the last three he had back together? Listen, I, and I understand, I think Diddy's still grieving. And so I think he needs a project. Like, he, I think he, he, he that's, and that's what it is. I think, I think Diddy's one of those people that. He just needs to work, and mm-hmm. and he's like, all right, I don't grieved, I'm still hurt, but like, I need to, I need to do some shit. I need to. He's tired of sitting in the house. I'm, he's tired of sitting in the he house. Cabin fever. Because again, it's not like he has like little kids. All his kids are grown. But see, what's crazy is that if you remember, he had the TV show on MTV, Last Train to Paris, where he was actually like recruiting live a live band. And this is when he had Kalina and Don Richardson, and like he was recruiting, like he made that album with it, which was. Fire. Ahead of his time, actually. Because if actually, you, if you listen to Last Train in Paris now, it sounds way more into what we're doing honestly, now than it did when it came out. Crazy. Like, your love is still on one of my playlists. Like, and so, like, last night, like, all of that. And so, it, I, that album was fire. I think I'm going to play it, actually, on the way to, <laughs> on the way home. But what I'm saying is that Diddy, again, Diddy, let's work on maintaining a band before we make another one. And I, like, let's make sure that all them contracts are paid off. Can we? Right. Or, but we know how Diddy does artists. Like, let, I'm not, and that's not even no shade. Like, Diddy will find an art. Like, Janelle Monae is probably his one of his most successful artists. And I will argue this. Successful artist since Biggie. And I say that because she saw it. She saw the forest for the trees. Diddy did not do on his own. Do enough with Janelle Monae. She didn't become what the fuck she was until she got her own label and she started doing her show and shit independently. Right. I will argue this shit. I mean, and, 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 because look at French. Look, look at, at Machine, MGK. Look, Machine Gun Kelly. Look at all three of the bands he tried to put together. Look like, at Loon. Remember look at Loon? Loon? Remember Loon? No. Two Chains, exactly. actually. Two Chains got the fuck out of there. He got the fuck up out of there. And then what, what happened to the other boys? They're still on the block, huh? Listen, uh, shout out to Jeezy. Jeezy got the fuck out of there. Mario Winans. Jody, you remember Jody Breeze? Exactly. Um, remember Gorilla Zoe? Maybe once. Maybe once. You know, nigga. Remember, remember, remember Danny DeCane? Shout out to Danny Kane. They I still play their album and only, actually their group, it's only three members and they're not as great. And they all look. Relax, relax. You will not come for Dawn. You will not. I will fight you in this fucking studio. You will not. Now, you can come for Day 26. Them niggas look like they smoke cools. That's the only thing they smoke? I don't mind my business. Listen, if you look at every... 85% of all them making the band niggas on all three seasons look bad out here. They look terrible. Baps. You remember Sirius? Remember, shout out to uh, uh, shout out to Audra, 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 Audrey, Audrey. No, oh yes, remember Aubrey? She had pissed Brian Michael Cox off so bad he took off the whole fucking song. You remember that episode? <laughs> he said you just don't, you ain't got to sing S- it. Sit your ass down. Ooh, I was and, 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 and the van guy Lori out here boom cacking it up. I don't want it. Listen, if Lori Ann is Gibson is not in that studio boom catting, 
No. I don't even want to watch this shit. Listen, you could take it back. And, never mind. I'm, I'm going to keep my opinions on what I'm Listen. seeing from this Lion King to myself. For the, you, the snippets. I don't want to talk about it. I have not seen it. First of all, second of all, you will not come from Beyonce's Lion King. Beyonce's Lion King? I said what the fuck I said. And you said it wrong. And, and I Blue Ivy was executive producer. <laughs> You're really trying to tempt me to talk crazy about Blue Ivy, and I'm really not trying to. You don't. Just, just know. You don't want this park with smoke, Calvin. Now, it, you knew you was not going to come on this here podcast and talk to me about fucking Lion King. You knew you was not going to be able to do that. Hey, hey, hey. Close your ears for like 10 seconds. No, nigga. Talk to my listeners real quick. You, not, you knew you was not going to be able to come up here and do that shit. The snippets. Now, maybe for a full movie, we'll show something different. But from the snippets I saw, and only one of them had Beyonce in it, so I'm not even dissing Beyonce. So watch your watch goddamn mouth. Mid-burger. No cheese. It would be really, really bad for you need to replace another co-host. We don't... Next. Okay, because we're not doing this. <laughs> we're not doing this. Not today. It would be really bad. Anyway, um, have you secured your alien yet? Fuck no. <laughs> They go kill all y'all niggas. Nigga, what was that about? They go kill. Okay. What was the, what right. was that about? So, backstory. Run it back. So, I I don't know where it started. I just remember seeing a Facebook invite of that has I think at this point over a million people saying we're going. That is terrible. <laughs> and you wonder why forty five got elected. Anyway, um, that are the plan is to storm Area fifty one. What the fuck? The storm area 51 with the mindset of they can't stop us all and we're not going to kill a million people to, 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 to hide government secrets and we all go and we go free the aliens. That's a premise of this bullshit. Bitch. Let me and, and, and first and foremost, let me tell y'all, they will kill all of you. They will kill all of you. And, and, and they'll call it population control. They will kill every Honestly, single one of you. that's natural selection. They will if kill you every... take your dumb ass down to Area 51, you kind of get what the fuck you pay for. They will kill every one of y'all dumb asses. Well, they probably got some shit we don't even know they got. That though, that's like a, that's like an insta-kill you in Spider-Man. You think y'all the first group of motherfuckers to think about this shit? Okay. Second of all, third of all, do y'all honestly think that like extraterrestrial don't live out there because I definitely think they do and they ride past earth and it was like ooh the ghetto the ghetto they <laughs> lock their doors earth is the section 8 of the galaxy <laughs> yes it is bro. earth is the section 8 of the galaxy when I tell you y'all can't take care of this planet you gonna take care of somebody else's you gonna free, you gonna free the guys nigga. they like no keep us inside they, they got cable they and shit this. they don't want to be out here in the world nigga the fuck Imagine, imagine breaking up the alien. You're like, yo, we got Trump as president. They like take me back, nigga. Like, bro, what, nigga? No, this is ghetto shit. And secondly, they will kill all of you. They will kill all of you. And I, you know what? Natural selection is best. Darwinism, nigga. And I will say, I, I've said this before, and I'll say this again. For all my parents out there, or for all those who have raised a kid in any shape or form, remember how you used to lie to your kid to to to, to protect something from. Or to make sure he, that he wasn't stressed out. You said like to this day to tell a little white lie. It isn't the government's job to protect us and to serve us. What makes you think they're not lying to our asses? Who knows? Listen, y'all, not, y'all try to go get you an alien. Conspiracy theories is like a rabbit hole. I just really like the flat earthers. Like I just that's it's just a really slippery slope. Like conspiracy theories in general, it's just like you have to have 
I don't oh know. no! Listen, and, and 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 if you if you watch the wrong YouTube video or the wrong you Netflix, you go down like a whole and you start hole. thinking, "Holy shit, I'm being watched right now!" Like <laughs> every every electronic glitch will be like, "Oh shit, they're on to me!" Run! Like the lights flickering in Stranger Things. Like you just gotta be careful. Nigga, you in the upside down, nigga. Better go. <laughs> but yeah, y'all gonna get shot. Dead ass. Like y'all gonna get shot. All right, so. I was talking to one of my coworkers the other day, and mind you, I work first mistake. I know, actually <laughs> <Beneath>. talking. <laughs> the fuck out and here. I was wearing one of my heartstones, like mm-hmm. one of my. I was actually wearing my rose quartz, which right. is a heartstone, right? Healed girl summer. Healed girl summer. So, and she asked me, she's like, "What does that mean? Like, what does that mean?" And I was explaining like the background behind like crystal crystals and meditation and the power of crystals and all that other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And she was just like, "I didn't think you were one of those kind of girls." And I said, excuse me? <laughs> and I was just like... I said, you what do you mean, those other like, girls? And I looked down at my crystal. I said, is this thing on? Is it broken? Because you're supposed to protect me from dumbasses like her. Like, bro, what's going on? And honestly, on days where I can't, like, like wear my crystals around my neck like I usually do, I tuck them in my bra. Like, no, there are certain days that I know I can anticipate stress. So I'm like, we're going we're gonna to wake up in the morning. We're going to do some running. We're going to masturbate. We're going to put our crystals where they need Always to be. Always make sure you masturbate for before any major, major decision. Before a major day, a huge day for me, understand I bust two nuts before I walked out the door. Post-nut clarity is real. I need to make sure I am calm, cool, and collected. Honestly, there was one day I was getting ready to have an, I felt an anxiety attack happening and I went and masturbated because I needed the endorphins. Yeah. It wasn't hey, because I was necessarily horny. I just needed the endorphins listen. real quick to stop a panic attack. I'm going to tell you all this. And we're going to get back to your point. Before you text that nappy-head daughter or that bald-headed-ass son, masturbate. And see after you still want to text that person. A lot of y'all toxic relationships could have been saved and could have been avoided if y'all just busted a nut before you started talking to that motherfucker. Continue. Yeah. Seriously. You don't miss them. You're horny. You don't miss them. You are horny. You know what? I learned that the hard way, but it's fine. We all do, right? Yeah. You charge to the game. So I was just like, what do you mean? And she was like, well, you always come in here with like heels and makeup and you just always look really, really put together. So I didn't think that you were interested in like, I said, interested in spiritual health and growth. And so I was like, bitch, did you just call me shallow? (laughs) She did. So I just wanted to like real quick, dog. Like, I know how to use a beauty blender and balance a chakra. Like, they do exist. Like, I don't have to walk around smelling like corn chips and natural deodorant in order to, like, you know Cool what I'm child, because some of you. <laughs> like, okay, real quick. If you're using natural deodorant and you don't have a natural, like, like you don't have um, the lifestyle choices that support that, like, especially with your eating habits and what you're digesting— you're you're not you're just basically coating your armpits like it's not you have to have because sweat is you know it's how we clear toxins out of our body you go sweat sis you're going to sweat natural deodorant only works if you're living a more holistic natural dieting lifestyle a lot of people who eat are like plant-based lifestyles use natural deodorant a lot of vegans use natural deodorant because their lifestyle can sustain that you meat eater motherfuckers need to grab some dove because some of y'all out here smelling like a six-piece McNugget. Musty. And, and, and I'm tired. I'm tired. 
You know what I'm saying? You smell. I give you a hug, and now and and, 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 and now and, I smell like onions. Right, and that nigga looking at me because we're never we're never gonna check the pretty girl if she's if she's we're gonna look at the nigga and like what you, know you what doing? Saying? So mm-hmm. I was just like, bitch, don't call me that. I looked at her. I was just like, dog, like. Duality is real, and uh, shout out to one of my homegirls, Lauren Elise. She emphasizes. I love Lauren Elise. Uh, she got a new album coming up too. I, I know she's fire. Shout out to shout, uh, yeah, duality is a thing, man. You can you can do both. Like I can, like I can I can you know be woke something and that, and be trash at the same time. Yeah, because some of y'all subscribe to a lot of trash ass hotep ass um, logics, but that's another another debate for another day. I'm ready to chop the stable with you. First and foremost, oh no, you're not gonna slide out of here without mentioning the hot girl summer queen that got got. She did she get got? She got got. All right, so Megan Thee Stallion is officially dating Moneybag Yo, and we want to know what does this mean for the hot girl summer? It don't mean a damn thing because Megan Thee Stallion herself said that you could be a hot girl with a boyfriend. However, us, me, representing the Hot Boy Coalition, do understand that yes, you could have that. However, for all of my players who play chess, you understand and once the queen is taken out of the game, Cole, the rest of the defense crumbles soon after. And I want you to understand that we are... Who said she's out of the game? Who said she's out of the game? She said herself, the hot girl commissioner, said herself that you could be a hot girl with a boyfriend. However, she made that clear. However, we're talk- I'm talking to the lieutenants. I'm talking to the pawns. I am talking to the foot soldiers of this movement. The ones who under- don't understand that like, you Y'all can't. King was on Instagram a week ago crying about needing a wife. Are we it, really doing this right now? We are because we're up by 40. And are we really? We're up by 40. In the, yes, we are. You're we're not. up by 40 and it's the end of the third quarter. You're not. But here's the thing. Here's Yo, the, y'all literal king of toxic masculinity was but on guess, Instagram but, the but guess other day what? But guess what? We got backups. <laughs> guess what? We got backups. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we got backups that are still no. out here putting up triple doubles. Who's your backup? All, all your queens have fallen. I am the queen, and, nigga, and I will put this whole team on my back. All your queens have fallen. If I have to. All okay? your queens have fallen. All of your queens have fallen Fuck by the wayside. That. You're talking about one man. All of your queens have fallen. You know what? No. I ain't going to do this. We up by 40. It's, it's, it's end of the third quarter. Y'all going to need a crazy comeback in order to make this a game again. First of all, our commissioner... First of all, how come you can't be a hot girl and be happy? Because she's happy. And like I keep repeating myself, she even said you could be a hot girl with a boyfriend. I, she said that, but however, you foot soldiers. Can't, uh, or That's not, not true. I got about five boyfriends. I'm out here happy as shit. Anyway. It's been a real hot summer. What are you talking about? Any, I'm talking about you are one foot soldier. Uh-uh. Yes, you are. If you're she's a, commissioner, I'm lieutenant. No, the fuck you're not. I am the I am the chap, Cincinnati chapter president of the hot girls. And let me tell you, especially in the Cincinnati chapter, y'all are losing bad. Let's not do that. Like, no, uh-uh, uh-uh. One of my foot soldiers has a boyfriend right now. She's up. Another one of my girls is getting flued out. Another one that got a bag. Another one just got a car bought for her. Guess, are, what you, guess what? You named five women. Trust me, brother. <laughs> You don't want to listen. I just want I, don't do public this. public service announcement. Don't do I'm, this. I'm not I'm not doing whatever you think about doing. Don't do this. I just want you to understand that you can't have both. You can't. It can't both be. It's a hot girl summer, and it's it's about respect. You can't have both. You can't have. Excuse me. You, you can't be like you can't be. It's a hot girl summer, but then get mad at the, the, your fake boyfriend for doing single shit. 
Nah, like you're you're my boyfriend when we're in proximity. When when we're away from each other, you do what the fuck you want. And I'm telling that you, that got nothing to do with me. Some of your lieutenant, some of your foot soldiers out here breaking that code. So, like I said, we. Have I a- feel like that sounded real, real, real personal. Not to me. I don't give a flying fuck. I don't care what you do. Just you know. Oh, you know what I asked for is you're right. I asked for respect. You know what I'm saying? If you were dating, we're doing a thing. You know what I'm saying? And we're in proximity of each other and you know what we got going on. Respect me. Like, I'm not even going to hold you. It was so fucking, it was actually hilarious. Last week I was out with a guy. I, he's not even my boyfriend. We just chilling. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know what the fuck that means, but like, we're not, we're still navigating that space with each other. And I was like, you know, in walked in a guy that like, I'm seeing, seeing. And I was like, he walked in with a date. And I acknowledged him. I was like, oh, hey, how are you? I didn't get up because, no, <laughs> not going to do all that. But I waved and I acknowledged. That's all I asked for. I see you, you see me. We never show up together. I'll text you when I'm ready to go. That's great. And, I, and I'm happy for you, friend. I am so happy for you. You don't do all that. I'm happy for you. Listen, you're not mine until you're mine and then you're mine. And I had to learn that lesson the hard way again. But it's like... Listen, you're not mine until you're mine, then you're mine. Anything, everything else in between that is fair play. And certain lessons you get learned, you learn them in blood. But we here now. We we rolling. We are, we rocking out. And um, shout out to Money Bag, y'all. Um, even though the nigga has enough kids for a three on three with a sub. <laughs> um, the nigga looks like William of Girlfriends. Don't. <laughs> he does. When I saw that shit, I could not unsee it. But shout out to him. Because you know why? You know what? He showed that as long as you got money and you are respectful to the women that you care about, the sky is the limit. He know he giving his money to Megan. But some of y'all, start, <laughs> some of y'all, we know what's giving money to you. <laughs> like, I want you to start rapping those lyrics because I've, 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 I've seen your outfits. $40. <laughs> I've seen your outfits. Ain't no one giving you, ain't no one giving any money to you. you know it's what? not expensive to date you. And it's okay. To, and it's okay. Stand in your truth, baby. It's okay to not be expensive today. It's okay. No one's saying that you have to be because if you're happy, be happy. Don't let these people tell you that you need to. If you're happy with what you're getting, if be you happy. want a Birkin instead of a Birkin, sis, that is your business. If you want Taco Tuesday instead of Ruth Chris, that is your business. If you are okay with watching movies on his iPhone in the car while y'all eat Burger King tacos, that is that's actually not okay because you're eating Burger King tacos. <laughs> that is your. That's not okay because if anyone anyone who eats Burger King tacos is a serial killer, and I will stand by that. Is listen the the whole is this a date Twitter? If that's your brand, that's your business. If if you're okay being dropped off in your own car, <laughs> do you, sis? <laughs> If you're if you're okay buying buying dinner for her and her line sister, do you, King? That is you. That is King. you. That ain't gonna be me, <laughs> but that's gonna be you. And I just I'm just I'm just know all the women are waiting for like they're finally happy that like basketball free agency is finally over, so they have a man back for like a month before football season starts. I know that nigga like you got the rest of the summer, sis. Like the rest. You got you but got no, uh uh-uh, not even because college football is getting ready to start. You got a month. You got we're recording this in July, middle of July, got to the middle of August, and then then that nigga's gonna start looking at preseason football rankings, and he's gone until February. 
Imagine dating a nigga who who ignores you for sports. Tragic. <laughs> Listen, like I said last week, any any girl who I'm talking to in this in this fall, y'all better have a TV at y'all crib if y'all want me over there. Imagine it, being ignored for sports. It happens to everybody. Don't you're not. Don't do this. <laughs> don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> like. Because I don't want to have to start letting the righteous, righteous pray and letting everybody have it. it imagine. Happens. Imagine. It happens. You know what? You don't want to know what it is? Imagine being pressed because your partner is, wants, enjoying, is enjoying things. Like, for instance, when my show comes back on, like, honestly, like, let one of my shows come on. I don't want to be disturbed during that shit. Honestly, when Ozark comes on, I want the whole weekend. I need the whole weekend. Oh, uh, I, I want to talk to you. <laughs> Unless you're watching it with me, and then you better shut the fuck up during the show. Or insecure. When insecure Sundays, what? Fam, remember what? Remember what scandal was on? Yo, you that whole hour? No, Shonda Sunday. What was Shonda it? Thursdays? Shonda Thursday. Shonda Fam, and Thursdays. Fam, the test was it was like, bro, t- find out, how, find out how your girl really feels about you. Call her eight fifty five on Thursday, like, babe, we need to talk. Let's see what happens. I'm gonna call you back when scandal gets off, and then how to, and then we got how to get away with murder. I'm gonna call you back when that gets off. So from eight to like ten o'clock, I mean eight to eleven, I don't want to talk to nobody. As a matter of fact, during Shonda Thursdays, kiddo was in bed by like seven thirty. Like time to go sleep, nigga. Nah, like I need my Grey's Anatomy, I need my scandal, I need my how to get away with murder. And so if that, and if that's you, sis, that's okay. But you also gonna say that nigga gonna have his Saturdays. <laughs> he gonna have he gonna be watching. You wanna he, know something funny? All right, so. It was about two or three. Ooh, I'm getting ready to jam myself up. Beep, 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 beep. I go. I'm going to jam myself up. All right. You so, get your, if you get yourself jammed up, don't we? We here now, and I'm going to make it quick because I want to get to the question of the day. But um, me and my ex-husband were on our way out the door. Like, we were, like, the, the, it was a blatant decline in our relationship. So it was a huge Ohio State game happening that Saturday. And I, get, I got flown out to Baltimore. I know. Wild. All right. Got flown out during my marriage. You hate to see it. <laughs> yeah, you hate to see it. But like when you play me, you play yourself. So um, the guy I was dating is a huge Ohio State fan. He's from Ohio. He just helped, so happened to live in Baltimore. And he was just like, I, you got me Friday once you land, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon. He said, but I really would like to be home to watch this game. So I was like, all right, cool. He's like, now, if there's something you want to do after the game or whatever, then, like, we can. I think this game went into crazy overtime or something. Like, it didn't end until midnight. If it, 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 it was a Saturday night game, yeah, that's Yeah, like, possible. I think it came on around 8. It didn't end until midnight. And then he had had me out all night on Friday. We got up, did we did some activity, went to brunch, went to dinner. I mean, went to lunch that night, ordered in dinner. I was knocked out. And the game ended, he woke me up. He's like, you want to go do something? I was like, nah, we could just chill. So there is a compromise. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't got to be wild, but there's a compromise there. Yeah. Just like, just like you know, you can't call it during Shonda Thursdays. You may not be able to call that nigga during college football Saturdays. I mean, and then at, honestly, at least for the three hours. Or why are you so fucking clingy that you can't give your man three hours worth of space? Don't be, do something. Don't do something, bitch. Listen, I have no problem. And I think that's what it is. I, I enjoy being by myself. So I need a boyfriend who understands that I'm not going to sit up on Nifi 24-7. I'm going to go find something to do. And you're more than welcome to do said thing with me. So, yeah. And um, so shoes. Question of the daytime. 
My favorite. All Actually, right. Actually, before we do the question of the day, let's get the announcement out the way because we're going to forget. We're going to forget. All right. So, you know what, Calvin? I don't want to take... You do it, man. All right. You know what? <clears throat> okay. Before you do it, I just want to say something. <laughs> okay. Don't... You better not cry. I'm I'll not beat your cry ass. because our black asses have been crying for three days. <laughs> beat your ass. But I just want to make sure that, like, I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. When I signed in as an interim co-host in January, um, Calvin was actually getting ready to quit this platform. And the fact that what we're getting ready to announce is one of our biggest wins thus far should be confirmation of you for you that you are doing the right thing and that you've made the, the decisions that you made to get you here. And I'm incredibly fucking proud of you. And it's just another, like, it's extremely humbling and extremely like, damn, like you believe in me. Cause anybody could sit in a seat. Like, this is your platform. This is what you created and designed as your outlet. And you could have had anybody come in and say, I trust you with this, or I trust you to show up every week and give content and deliver. And you trusted me with that. And that that doesn't fall, I'm that that's never lost on me. So I just wanna say thank you. And congratulations. And if y'all understood how hard Calvin worked and revamped and rejuvenated and went into his bag and shut down for a minute to create this and keep going, like y'all will understand why this is so fucking big for him and for us. And I'm just like, I'm so fucking proud of you. And I am so proud to call you my brother and my best friend. So, oh, child, I said I want to go cry. I said I want to do this. I said I want to do this. We told y'all. Anyway. Go ahead and make the announcement, nigga. Uh, thank you. Thank you, first and foremost. Um, so, Saturday, August 3rd, we told y'all we was working. We told y'all, we told y'all, like, be patient. Y'all kept asking, like, what the fuck y'all got going on? Be patient. So, um, shout out to the good people over at uh, Burning Friends LLC. Shout out to the good people over at Orange Soda Fest. Shout out to the good people over at the What We Talking About podcast. Um, we even we we had burn we had burn we had Malcolm down here for a show like they they, they came they saw they fucked with the vision so shoot your shot pod we'll be um officially doing a live show um August third Saturday August third in Columbus Ohio during Orange Soda Fest and for, for those who aren't sure what Orange Soda Fest is Orange Soda Fest is is the manifestation of the Orange Soda Party the monthly experience in Columbus celebrating two thousand hip hop and R and B so they manifested that into a whole festival so. Claps to them, first and foremost, for having the ability to do that. Then, um, the DJs that are on this fucking card. Listen. Jesus Christ. So not only do you have the, the all-star set of, like, Ohio, Columbus, Cleveland, Cincinnati DJs. Like, all-stars, people have all came to that Orange Soda platform and wrecked shit. You also have DJ Unk, um, Mr. Walking Out, Mr. Two-Step himself as one of the DJs. You have DJ Envy, Breakfast Club. We we have our opinions on the Breakfast Club in of itself, but DJ Envy coming to DJ your event and promoting it that people are hearing it in Atlanta, Georgia, wild. And also you have Manny Fresh, Mr. From a 99 to the 2000, the person behind 85% of your favorite twerk anthems. Cash Money taking over for the 99. The person, Mr. Cash Money, you have him DJing it. And so it's an honor, it's a privilege, and it's something that we are so, so grateful for to be able to be on that same platform as these people. The same ticket. The same ticket Our as these people. Our names sit side by side with actual legends. And so so for those, and this would not be possible without the listeners, 
those who listen, those Every who repost, single last those one who of you. those who repost, those who do whatever. And so with that, we do have some plans on on, on bringing a couple listeners into the function with us. Um, details of that will be um, coming very shortly. Hey. But it's just some just something that we feel like is necessary in order to give thanks to the, the reasoning that people that we were put on people's radar. Because I could sit, we could sit here and talk all day, but if people don't like what comes out of it, we're not, we're, we're, we're nothing. We ain't shit without y'all. So. And like we, listen, we are, this is one of the biggest wins thus far for Shoot Your Shot. And we got here by talking our shit and being engaged and listening and hearing y'all out and y'all hearing us out most of all. So from all, every listener that we have, all of you, every single last one of you, if I know you, if I don't know you, if you follow me, if you don't, if you just tune in on your platform, your listening platform every week to hear us out, like that shit is not lost on us at all. So thank you. Like, thank you. If I could hug every last one of y'all, y'all know I would, but like. She would. Some of y'all got germs. I love y'all. But I'm going to use hand- my hand sanitizer I'll afterward. Show. Like, <laughs> I'm going to dab y'all up though. It was good. Give y'all a fist. You know um, but but like, question, question of the day Because I ain't you. trying to get no super sad because, So yeah because. Thank you thank you All the information to buy your tickets Are in our bio are, It will be in the description It will be in the description um, By the time you're hearing this The tickets have would have been $15 We're probably closer to If you followed our social media You know better Hey but also Whatever you're going to pay For the amount of shit That they got planned Is worth it Absolutely. And the fact that there are people who are willing to travel to come see this, like, we, it's never. It's, ne- it's never, it's never a notice. Um, so we thank you. So the question of the day is, what is the furthest that you have traveled for someone that you're interested in? All right. Yeah. And if we're the shoot, shoot your shot question today is always posted on our Instagram. I don't think we did Twitter today, but it typically is. Um, you can always hit us up at the shoot your shot pod. On Instagram, that's why it's podcast on Twitter and our own individual um, social media platform. All of that is also in the description in our bios and episodes. Also, we do take um, anonymous submissions via email or our DMs. They always stay anonymous because if you get jammed up, don't mention our names. All right. So the question of the day was: the furthest you've ever traveled for someone that you're interested in, and some of y'all motherfuckers are some hiking ass, flying ass, traveling ass ass niggas. Now, some of y'all some lazy ass motherfuckers like to hold you. I ain't even gonna hold you. Um, so at Eway Winning, at E underscore Way W underscore winning, drove six hours while I was out of town for work for a month and wanted to see my girl at the time. That's really sweet. At Lexus Wayne said from Florida to New York. But Lexus, you travel for free, my nigga. Like your flights are chill, clean. chill, 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 chill like, on the hustle. Let's hustle be the hustle. Let hustle beat hustle. Because I know a couple of niggas were in here and a couple of niggas I know aren't in here. They just finesse the shit and they write everything off. So like, chill. But chill though. I'll relax. At Wake Up Mr. West said Mexico. <laughs> I can remember. I can remember, papi. He, he was out here crossing <laughs> fucking international lines for the pussy. As long as he didn't drink the water. Um, <laughs> um, at A-J-S. Um, spell it out phonetically. Three hours. Um, at a dot Brie, hey baby, um, five hours and answering for her man, a ten hour flight. Ooh, bitch. So wait, you hopped the flight because the nigga wouldn't answer the phone? No, no, answering for no. She, the nigga took the ten hour flight to come see her. 
That 10-hour flight. Shorty was overseas. Shorty was studying abroad in like London. Oh, well, listen. Get paid. Young mama, get paid. Catch feelings and catch flights. Uh, shout, shout to Lipstick and Locks who said eight hours. Whew. Oh, no. And he paid for that flight. So shout out to you, queen. Um, at Just Blessed, I crossed state. Okay, but Kentucky co- counts as crossing the state line. So does Indiana. So I-, I needed like specifics. At Lots O Huggins. Said Cleveland at World is Smack, Cleveland to Cincinnati. See, but see what's petty is that some of y'all I know personally. So y'all entering my inboxes with these backstories like at create underscore legacies from Cincinnati to Memphis. You're petty as shit for putting that in my inbox because I know the backstory. So you're you're super petty. Right. Just like at Lee underscore Letty, KC to Ohio. Wish I was the one getting flued out though. Sir, sir. This is Wendy's. <laughs> Um, uh, Alex.9126, hour and a half, you lazy motherfucker. Um, picks not taken. Chicago on the mega bus. Ooh. Ooh. First of all, the bus is the bus. No matter if it's a mega bus, Greyhound bus, and that's uncomfortable. Magic school bus. Honey, I've done a mega bus from Cincinnati to Atlanta. Not and, fun. And listen, and that'll turn that five-hour trip to a nine-hour trip real, real quick. quick. Um, uh, Kaylin underscore Monet, 50 minutes. <laughs> so she's like, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. At Zay the King, six and a half hours. She did most of the traveling, though. It was only right. Which Compromise. Uh, so you you throwing dick dick. Um, Starville Millennial, Minnesota to Massachusetts for two days. Um, um, two days? Sure. Uh, all right. Um, that's a lot. At Abiq, shout out to Nana, Ethiopia. But you're so, from there, nigga. You, he's right. You're not from there, but you, that, that was a, Nana's from Ghana. But you went back for a non-pussy reason. Shut up. You know what I'm saying? You were there for something else and just so happened to go to Ethiopia. Um, shout out to uh, underscore V Booker Matthew. Been driving five hours once a month for almost two years now. Well, King. Um, well. When are you gonna stop doing that? <laughs> like, how long you gonna do that? How far long you gonna? But see, what? I ain't gonna get nobody jammed up. Hey. At DJ Burns at three hours. Simple. Um, Mitchell underscore Coulter said overseas. All right. Okay. Uh-uh. There are a lot of Cali's. Like, at, shout out to D the Sweet, California. And at Tanga No Ray said Ohio to Cali too. So, yeah. Shout out to, shout out to uh, Samel said from Cincy to LA. Um, Shout out to at creative underscore IG underscore name said, does Kevin season count? He was extremely loud. loud. He was screaming. <laughs> CJ, it's fine. He'll be here at the end of the month. We'll, we'll squat this out in person. Like, he wouldn't talk about me, but I'm I just was saying, like, that's my nigga. So, he was like, extremely loud. That's my, that's my nigga, nigga. So, like, I need y'all to not have beef because. That's my nigga, nigga. Yo, like he was loud. Um, but if you've been to, Ka- shout out to everybody at Cabin Season. Shout out to Sunel. If you know, you know. Hey, um, shout out to Milan. She said, not a minute, not a second, not a centimeter. Jesus Christ, ain't nobody flying you out, girl? Ain't it? Everybody coming out here. She, she import, she import niggas. Mm-hmm. Shout out to I'm B underscore, I'm underscore V ish. I took a shorty on a date to Chicago, worst date ever. And then he told me the backstory. And I think I put two or two together. I'll talk to you afterwards. All um, right. Shout out to first underscore I underscore park my car 11 hours. And shout out to uh, our, our boy Go Home Roger, 70-ish miles. So like an hour-ish. That's also probably a little bit loud. Um, and from that, before you make any more faces at me, is all the answers I got. 
Same. Um, so again, if you guys want to submit to the question of the day, see the question of the day, check out our, our social medias. We're always up Tuesday mornings um, around 9 to 11, depending on when we decide to actually talk to each other about it. Pretty much. Um, so so what's the longest you've traveled? Like, what's, what's Strictly for pussy? Strictly for, strictly for like... Strictly because you knew this was dick or puss. Like, you knew that this was a puss appointment. Uh, I think... I mean... I'm good for a two-hour Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati trip. I'm Same. good. I'm good for that. Same. I think the, long, the longest I've ever, I think the longest I've ever traveled strictly would probably be like three. And I think yeah, uh, I think three is my maximum just for like. I've hit the vagina. highway at like eleven at night, <laughs> just for a quick like. It was like ninety minutes, just to get on the road at like six a.m. because I got to be at work in the morning. I've done that. Dummy mission, but that's only you got to be like less than like two hours away. Not I even. know. Listen, you can't, I can't. You can't be alone. Listen, I've done a dummy mission where I've like I've traveled done a dummy. I've, I've traveled up, not <laughs> hit up Shorty. Went, went for hotel tonight to book a hotel room because she had to wait. She had to, she had to like made in America that next day, <laughs> so she left at like four. But I wasn't trying to leave. It, wake up at like four, so I booked a hotel room. Long story short, I did a lot of dumb shit for for vagina in my day. We've done this, and like you know, I've done that. Um. But the, growth, we, you, I live to tell the tale. Caught a couple flights. Like, yeah, I've been back and forth. Y'all niggas love me on the East Coast. But the longest I traveled was three hours. It was a three-hour flight to Seattle because I was dating a player at the time. And he flew me out. It was like preseason. He had time on his hands. Flew me out, kicked it for the weekend, and I came back home. Um, I think, shit, I don't really do a lot of flights uh, for, for, for it. I fly somebody in though. I fly, I fly, I flew somebody in from Toronto. Did you? Yeah. Toronto and like she paid for it. City boys may be up by ten. We up. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, y'all. So once again, we want to thank everybody um, with Burning Friends and everybody behind Orange Soda Fest. We are so humbled and grateful to be a part of the project. You guys can definitely get tickets. The link will be in our bio um, for the. This Friday. The link will be in our bio. Um, we might have some free ticket giveaways happening. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Um, if y'all niggas act right. Whew. But y'all be, listen, I'm the only hard-headed little baby alone. You hey, and to, to, to be honest, my price don't went up. So <laughs> talk to me nice. Ooh, talk your shit, King. <laughs> talk to me nice. We out of here. Thank you guys so much. Right. Again, signing, signing off. Peace. Baby, I'm a toy.